Well, hello there, peep, peeps. My Spotify link is not working on Anchor right now, and so I can't add intro and outro music to my to my podcast, which I consider to be extremely important and very vital for my experience and yours. So, don't know what's going on there. I have an internet connection, um, so I know that's not the problem. You know, I can mean I can access the web and things like that, and everything else is working on on Anchor. So, not sure what's going on there, but hopefully, it'll work. I even uh, uninstalled and reinstalled the app. That didn't do anything. So, not really sure. Just the search results aren't pulling up. So, and I don't have Spotify Premium. I have YouTube, but you know, I've, I've never needed Spotify Premium because it just lets you play like the samples like little you know 20 30 second samples which is fine for me because i don't want to play an entire song as an intro you know that kind of defeats the purpose of an intro so that being said today's topic is i got scammed okay i got duped into an elaborate online job hoax which i'm going to explain and I mean, this stuff is very unusual for me. I, I never do any kind of, you know, online. I mean, I might look for jobs online, but I don't do any kind of, you know, like remote work or, you know, teleconferencing type kind of stuff. It's just not, not that I'm opposed to it, but it's just, I've always, you know, worked at a brick and mortar type store and, you know, something you drive to this local, you know, in your community and things like that. So anyway, a little background um, info to help you kind of better understand this. Um, I am a certified Bitcoin professional. I need to add, to add that to my bio. But anyway, um, I've, I've always been interested in like finance and stock trading, cryptocurrency trading and usage and things like that. Um, and, you know, been, been sort of dabbling in it. I've done um, Litecoin, Zcash mining, um, from my from my home using ASIC mining equipment, I've traded you know several cryptocurrencies, several different exchanges. Um, now I just strictly use like legitimate exchanges, you know that that are you know checked out and things like that. It's just way too way too many people getting hacked and funds getting stolen, and I'm just not about that life. So anyway, but. I'm into Bitcoin, all that sort of stuff. So I am certified by the Cryptocurrency Consortium, which um, you know, has several prominent members on the board, including Vitalik Buterin, who's the founder, co-founder of Ethereum, and a few other people. Just so you know, you kind of know it's, it's legit. But anyway, that was online. I took that course online and, and passed it. I have to recertify every two years. Just recertified this month, actually. So that was cool. But anyway, I was online, you know, and I'm like, okay, well, I'm certified. Well, let's see, you know, let's see if I can get some Bitcoin jobs here, you know, like a crypto job. And of course I live in Alabama. So there's, I mean, unless you create something, which I definitely intend to, you know, I'm, I'm not exactly where I need to be, like, as far as like funding and things like that, but I have several ideas on paper, but, um, you know, Alabama's not exactly, you know, a technological hotspot. I mean, it, it's cool for other things, but I mean, cryptocurrency is just kind of a, kind of a dead area, which I mean, that's good because it's ripe for, you know, growth and things like that. But anyway, that's another story. So I go online, right? And I just search like crypto jobs, Bitcoin jobs on Google, right? 
And I go on Indeed, you know, of course there's nothing local around me, you know, a few in Atlanta, things like that, nothing nothing really that promising. So I go online, I see an ad for crypto broker slash dealer through a Forex crypto uh, brokerage firm called Orbex, okay? Sounds pretty good. You know, they got the pay listed at like $6,000 a month, you know, which, I mean, that's great for me. I, I'll take that. Um, yeah, I know in some financial places that's like, you know, starting pay, but you know, I, I have high school diploma. That's it. You know, I never really went to college or anything, you know, community college a little bit, but nothing, nothing crazy. Um, you know, no, no degree or anything like that. Do have my Bitcoin certification, but mainly just, you know, just worked kind of, you know, random jobs and just sort of, you know, got by doing that. But anyway, so I'm like, well, you know, what's the point of having a certification if I never really use it, you know, as far as like to make money, you know, just kind of, you know, for fun, really, you know, helping people out. But, you know, I'm like, let's see if I can get a job doing this. Now, I'm sure you probably know if you're into crypto at all, you know, there's, there's a lot of scams, there's a lot of people, you know, anything new and exciting. It's not just Bitcoin or cryptocurrency. Anything new and, you know, that can make you a lot of money is going to be, you know, rife with people trying to screw you over and, you know, taking advantage of your ignorance and your curiosity. And I've always prided on myself, you know, being the type of person that, you know, avoids those kinds of things, you know, like, in other words, you know, not to have a big ego, but, you know, I'm too smart for that, like, I don't, I don't answer spam emails, you know, I don't ever give out information over the, you know, it's just basic stuff, like, just basic op, operational security, OPSEC, so, anyway, I apply for this job, right, sounds pretty good, and it's like, you know, entry level, you know, broker dealer, you know, preferably someone with experience, and, you know, trading cryptocurrencies and, you know, blockchain type technology. I'm like, well, hey, you know, that's me, you know, 100%. So I've already got kind of foot in the door, you know, it's no, no real degree or anything like that required. Um, so I'm like, this is pretty cool. So, you know, I go on there and, and submit my resume and things like that and upload it. And then I get email from, uh, the website, it was called like crypto.jobs. Like, I mean, there's like hundreds of jobs on here. I mean, it seems like a pretty legit website, you know, I mean, it's, you know, something that pulls up, you know, immediately on a Google search. I mean, it's got an SSL certificate, you know, nothing, nothing sketchy looking or sounding, nothing, nothing, you know, alarming. So I get an email shortly back and it's like, Hey, thank you, you know, for replying, you know, um, please, uh, submit this, you know, application, and things like that. Here's 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 a PDF form, blah blah blah. And so I'm like, cool. I get the email, I get the application, and it says Easy Markets on top of the application, right? Now I go on Google before I fill this thing out, you know. So I'm like, you know, Orbex. I'm checking that out. I'm checking out Easy Markets, things like that. And to be clear, like these are legitimate companies. Okay, so to kind of get ahead of myself here, you know what kind of happened in the end was like someone was basically forging these logos and forging, you know, pretending to be a representative of someone they're not, you know, like it, it, it'd be like me calling you or sending you an email and saying, you know, Hey, I'm, I'm from Microsoft, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well, okay. Microsoft's legit. Everyone knows that, but are you legit? And that's sort of the, that's the catch there. So everything seemed pretty legit. You know, I'm like, okay, you know, these places exist. They're registered in Europe and a few other places, you know, kind of internationally, so I'm like, all right, cool, that sounds good. And it's a remote job, you know, doing consulting and, you know, helping people with their problems, you know, sort of advising and things like that. So I'm like, that sounds cool. You know, that's a, that's a new area, some something I like to explore, you know, work remotely, you know, with your laptop and stuff. 
So I do that, and I mean, I fill out the application. Now, I, I put in like, I mean, I'm sure it's a pretty standard job application, you know, name, date of birth, social, you know, SS number, you know, stuff like that, address. I mean, a lot of personal information, job history, you know, basic questions, you know, ever been convicted of a felony, blah, 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 all this stuff, just, you know, pretty standard application. You know, what is your experience, blah, blah. Fill all that out. Send it in, okay? I, I, I upload to Microsoft Word, edit it online, and then, you know, reformat it and then email it back to them. You know, hey, here here it is. Hope this works. Get a response back, you know, a couple hours later. Like, okay, cool. Looks good. You know, would you be available for a Skype interview? So I'm like, well, yeah, that sounds cool. You know, I'm like, Skype. Never used Skype before. Never needed to. You know, I don't, you know, I have no need for, maybe done, maybe done a Google Duo call maybe once in my life, you know, but I mean just, you know, basic text messaging, have never had the need to do any type of, you know, maybe a Zoom video here and there, but nothing for a job or anything like that, so I'm like, all right, Skype, so I download it, download it to my laptop, download it to my cell phone, you know, watch a couple YouTube videos to kind of, you know, understand how it works, all that jazz, you know, okay, pretty straightforward, pretty simple, so I get an email, you know, like, are you available, when are you available, I'm like, hey, I'm available 11, this happened yesterday morning, it's like, I'm available at 11 a.m. tomorrow, you know, uh, I'm, I'm free then. I can do it. They're like, all right, cool. We're, we'll schedule for 11. All right, awesome, cool. So I wake up, you know, around you know 10 or whatever. I mean, I'm not you know, working now, so I'm sleeping or whatever. But uh, so I wake up, you know, get ready, you know, get get kind of dressed up to look good for the call. Well, it turns out they're not actually doing a video call. They're doing just a over text, like they're you know texting me questions and things like that. Now that was sort of you know. A little bit sketchy looking back on it now but I was like okay whatever you know that's a little easier you know I'm less nervous I can just type out my answers and things like that and so to go into how elaborate this ruse and this scheme was okay they had a profile picture you know and a name saying they're you know representative of Orbex blah 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 now I looked online to try to find their employees and and I couldn't I mean it's had like you know they have 102 employees that work for Orbex and things like that couldn't really find any pictures or things like that. Like, you had to have an account with them, you know. It was kind of like, you know, inside information, kind of confidential, like, you know, employee information. Like, you had to register or be an employee, like someone to look at, like, personnel files. So, I was just kind of like, okay, whatever. So, their name was, like, Jane Curry or something like that, you know. Just sounded like, you know, typical name. Had their profile picture, you know, a nice, pleasant-looking woman in a business suit, you know, all professional. I'm like, all right, cool, you know, nothing, nothing crazy yet, nothing that's making me, you know, sound weird, and some people might say, oh, $6,000 a month, that, that's a, a red flag right there, you know, like, that's too much, but, I mean, judging from just my own research, and just, you know, talking to people, it's like, that, that's not, that's not too much at all for, you know, like, a, a finance job, you know, I mean, some people make six figures a year, you know, some people start out, you know, 50, 60, 70,000, that's like $72,000 a month, so, I mean, a year, so, you know, gross, so that that's not unrealistic, you know, and I mean that's that's good money for me, especially living in Alabama. So I'm like, cool, you know, that that rocks. So I get into this interview, right? And she starts asking me, you know, typical interview questions. You know, I I've worked at Walmart, I worked at a few, you know, different retail jobs, things like that. And they all ask you the same thing. So it started off the typical questions, you know, like, you know, name a time you experienced, you know, a a, you know, interruption in service, you know, of your, you know, finance, of your finances, you know, what troubleshooting steps do you take? Like, 
really detailed, like intricate questions. And I'm like, okay, cool. You know, somewhat challenging. And I'm like, I'm sitting there, you know, I mean, cause I have experience with this. I'm not making stuff up. So I'm like, boom, I got this. You know, I'm, I'm answering with real world, real life experience type of answers, you know, firing back, you know, entire paragraph responses, you know, four or five sentences, you know, in detail, you know, detailing my experiences with, you know, financial instruments and trading and, you know, overcoming obstacles, all that type of stuff. And so this goes on for about an hour, okay? And I mean, so I mean, like that that just goes to show you how like much how much effort they they're putting in to try to like you know get somebody get some to scam somebody. So they go into it, you know, like the typical questions, you know, like describe an experience, a time you know, you dealt with this, you know, what was your response, you know, you know, describe a you know how you handle a losing trade, things like that. You know, real specific questions. I'm like, this is awesome. You know, this is totally. Legit. I'm getting more and more confident as the interview, you know, as, as the, you know, the text interview through Skype is going on, I'm like, wow, this is really cool. Let's get to the end. Okay. And this is where it gets, this is where it gets weird. She goes, okay, well, that's all I have for you. I just need to ask you, you know, a few more questions, you know, so I'm thinking, okay, just basic, you know, sort of, you know, verification, you know, name, date of birth, you know, just a few, you know, sort of clerical type questions, you know, whatever. So I'm like, okay, cool. No problem. So she texts me back and she says, do you have credit? Like credit. I'm like, and right there, like a little, little alarm bell started going off in my head, you know, tiny little, you know, not a red flag, a yellow flag kind of was popping up there. And I'm like, do I have credit? You know, and I'm thinking, you know, okay, it's a financial institution. You know, sometimes they do credit checks on people and, you know, because you're, if you're dealing with money and financial instruments, you know, they, they want to make sure you're not, you know, over your head in debt and, you know, at high risk for, you know, embezzlement or stealing funds. And I get that. I understand that, you know, not, not many places do that, but you know, if you're working for a, you know, a financial company, it's, it's not, it wouldn't surprise me. So I'm like, okay, maybe they're asking you if I have, you know, some sort of credit history or, you know, if I'm like, you know, established something they can check, but I'm, 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 you know, getting a little suspicious at this point. And then I'm like, um, you know, yes, you know, I'm like, yes, I do. You know, just real quick response. And then the next question is just like, what's your credit limit? And at this point, I'm like, oh, hell no. You know, I'm like, you know, super sketched out immediately. And I'm like, no, nobody on earth would ever ask a potential candidate for a job what they're, geez, I almost just saw a wreck. Sorry, I'm driving and uh, podcasting. So, uh, fudge, mother, this thing is... Uh, blocked off. Sorry. I'm go- I'm going to the gym. I'm going to work out and uh the the railroad tracks doing construction and closed. Uh sorry about that. Didn't mean to throw you off there, but um I got to turn around here. Anyway, no biggie, just slight delay. So anyway, she asked me she's like, "What's your credit limit?" And I'm like I'm like, "I'm sorry. You know, I hesitate for a minute and I'm like, you know, I'm like, "What?" You know, because it's a mind game, okay? I realize all this stuff later and I'm like, you know, this is a this is a huge, you know, mind game because um what they're doing is they're establishing trust with you and they're going to such great lengths to make you believe that something is legitimate and then they drop this this bomb of a question on you and what they're trying to do is get you, you know, to be like 
oh, it's no big deal. It's legit. I trust them. You know, they wouldn't go through all this trouble. And so they try to, you know, you, some, some, you know, person who's not thinking would just answer that question and be like, oh, you know, I have, you know, this, this amount, you know, or whatever in credit and things like that. But I, I, I think for a second and I'm like, no, 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 you know, my, you know, my, 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 my gut is churning, you know, gut instincts are kicking in and I'm like, this, this is all, this is all falling apart. So I say, I'm sorry, I'm not comfortable answering that question, <laughs> you know, and I'm like, cause this, cause I'm not, you know, that's, that's an inappropriate question. Very inappropriate for job interview. You know, that's, that's totally unnecessary. So I say, you know, I'm not comfortable with that. And she's like, okay, no problem. Would you be willing to submit to a background check? And I'm like, well, yeah, sure. You know, that's that's standard. Like, you know, I've already answered that on my application. Why are you asking me again? You know, I didn't say that, but that's what I'm thinking. And so the next request was, okay, I need you to take a picture of the front and back of your driver's license and then take a picture of you holding up your driver's license next to your face with a selfie. Now, right there, okay, I know from, you know, having brokerage accounts and trading accounts and things like that, you know, for stock markets and crypto exchanges, that is a common know your customer anti-money laundering, KYC, AML um, type of verification. They they have to do that if they're, you know, registered with the SEC and FINRA and things like that. They have to verify those things and, uh, and make sure you're legitimate. You're not some terrorist or, you know, some money launderer or something like that. I get it. It's cool. So immediately I knew what they were trying to do. They're trying to, you know, already, they already fished me for information, you know, like my name and address and all that kind of stuff through the job application. Um, and then they were trying to get the license photos. So obviously what they're trying to do is open up a fake brokerage account or some type of, you know, financial account or credit account or something like that, trying to open that up and use my, you know, the pictures, which they could easily do if they had, you know, my license and things like that and the pictures of my face, use that to open accounts and obviously use it to launder money or to make fraudulent transaction using my complete identity. So that's the story, okay? So that's what happened to me yesterday. You know, big letdown, big disappointment. You know, thought I had, you know, an awesome job in the works and things like that. You know, real excited, you know, work remotely. You know, like you see on Instagram, you know, freedom, baby. You know, I'm here in Maldives with my with my laptop, you know, smoking stogies and, you know, making million-dollar trades, you know, that sort of stuff. You know, that sort of stuff. No, I'm not, you know, that unrealistic. But I'm like, you know, that stuff's kind of going through my head. I'm like, cool, I could be at Starbucks, you know banging out trades, you know, like, you know, urging people to, you know, buy or sell or whatever, you know, like, you know, big time broker, you know, I'm like, hell yeah, fuck yeah. So huge letdown there. So I immediately was like, um, give me a second, you know, and walked off. I started Googling, you know, I was like, well, you know, I was like, would an employer ever ask you for stuff? And, you know, found a result that was like, it was like a job application kind of help site. And it was like, if anyone ever asked you, for that type of information, like a picture of your license, things like that online, they're like, turn around and run. That's a huge red flag. So that just confirmed what I was already thinking. And I was like, these motherfuckers, you know, I mean, I was, I was pretty pissed off, but more sort of, you know, kind of scared and just sort of alarmed at that point. Like, you know, what are these, you know, like, what can they really do? You know? So immediately, you know, I take proper steps. Um, you know, for security purposes, I'm not going to say your name. They name them on a public, you know, forum such as a podcast. But, 
you know, I took appropriate measures and things like that and, you know, you know, informed different types of, you know, entities and things like that and went to the police. Yes, I filed a police report with my local police um, of, you know, possible fraud, you know, attempt, things like that. So I've covered all my bases, but yeah, um, pretty scary situation, pretty, pretty messed up there. So yeah, that was my insane way to start the week. So I'm driving now, um, going to the gym. I just started, I signed up for DoorDash because I'm kind of looking for a job now, but you know, I'm trying to get some money while I look. So, um, tried to do anything earlier, didn't have any orders come up, set, set, set in the parking lot for a little bit of a restaurant and didn't have anything. So I said, screw it. I'm going to the gym. When I get out, you know, I'll, uh, check again or something like that. But anyway, that was what happened. I got halfway scammed. Okay. You know, God forbid I would be, you know, an idiot if I, you know, got duped into doing everything they wanted me to do. You know, that, that could have really been bad. So that was my, you know, unhighlight of the week so far. So if anyone's out there, just a little forewarning there, you know, in this day and age, especially with coronavirus and things like that, there's tons of, you know, work from home type opportunities. And yeah, a lot of them are legitimate. I'm not going to sit here and say, you know, they're all, you know, they're all bad apples. Okay. But do your research, verify these people, verify the email addresses, you know, call the company if you can, email support, you know, talk, I've already, you know, it's like check and see that these companies are legit and verify, you know, the people that you're talking to are, are legitimate employees of the company that they say they're representing before you start divulging any personal information. And that, you know, that's, that's, you know, I should have gone much more in depth, you know, verifying, not just checking, you know, company websites and things like that. I should have, you know, really gone the extra mile there. So lesson learned, but you know, anything work from home or, you know, Skype interviews or Zoom calls or anything like that where, you know, you're interviewing remotely or things like that. Never give out your social security number, okay, on an online application that you have to mail back to somebody that you don't actually see them, you know, face-to-face. Never do that. A job offer is not contingent on them having your social security number before a job offer. That's something that can be presented later, you know, once you verify it's legitimate and they offer you a job. It's not, you know, 100% necessary up front. Okay, so you don't have to put your social. You don't have to give a, give away a lot of information. It's, it's not it's not necessary. Okay, so take care of yourself, protect yourself, and be on the lookout for people trying to scam you with remote work from home jobs. So that's my lesson I want to convey to you today. So hope everybody has a good evening. I'm about to go smash some weights. Um, I'm going to train back. My calves are incredibly sore. Like, I can barely even freaking walk right now. I did legs the other day, and they're, like, beat the hell up. So, with that being said, I'm going to go torture myself some more. So, anyway, hope everyone has a good day, and thanks for listening to The Breakdown Project. Sorry, it's kind of boring this week with no music, but uh, hopefully it'll get better, and, and Anchor will get their Spotify link back up. So anyway, thanks for paying attention to my my mysterious beginning to the week and hope you have a good day and a good evening and a good rest of your week. Peace out.